sing it, Sister Sharon. I see the stars. Yes, they're up there. I hear the rolling thunder. Sure do. That cuts throughout the universe display. What a display. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to how great thou art. great. How great thou art. Woo! What a sing. Sing it. So my Savior God to thee. Bless his name.
Bless her, Father.
Christmas play that Sister Rita's working on, and I'm excited about it. I think we need to do more things like that. And uh, see where I wrote my announcements at here. We're trying this month, December, to put the emphasis on Christmas. I know uh, Christmas right now is being suppressed. Uh, they're censoring little children 
uh, in our public schools from singing Christmas carols. Uh, they're not allowed to play the cartoon Charlie Brown Christmas because Linus in that cartoon gives an account of the birth of Christ in that video. However, the Supreme Court ruled that our their children can sing Christmas carols in our schools. Uh, we're going to take up an offering here. I was called. Sister Kay Hurt called me. And uh, we're going to take up an offering. This is a free will offering. You're not obligated to give if you don't want to. Don't have either way. But we're going to take up an offering for the family of Allison Cloyd, a 26-year-old girl that was killed in a car wreck. And uh, they, they don't... They didn't have the money to bury her. And Kay called me and said uh, anything that we could give would be appreciated. Like I said, if you don't have to give, don't worry about it. But if you got something you want to give, I appreciate them bringing the offering plate back up here. I need to get somebody to take this offering up. And uh, anything that, that you can give will be appreciated. Uh, this is just to help them with the funeral expenses. Of this, uh, Linda, I believe her mother's name's Linda. But of this family, this grieving family, uh, you'd be surprised how even just a little bit uh, will comfort and help. And uh, we're, we're just trying to fulfill uh, our opportunity here to give, to help in this matter. Like I said, I think you'd be, Jesus said, uh, it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. And uh, we just want to try to. To do what we can, even as a little church, I want us to do what we can. Uh, let me say this also. Uh, we've been asked to do a, a, a wedding. Uh, a guy I work with, his name is Tim Oaks. And y'all listen to me real good right here. Oh, that's back in the back. I thought that was in here. Uh, there's a man I work with named Tim Oaks called me up, asked me if I would marry him and his fiancée. And I told him, of course I would. And uh, he was going to have a simple wedding uh, Saturday morning, like 9 o'clock. But they wanted me to ask if they could use the facilities of the church to come here. Uh, it's only going to be him, her, and a couple witnesses. Just going to have a simple wedding. And I told him I'd ask the church, has anybody got a problem with me conducting their wedding here at the church? I, mean, I can do it in their house. They don't have to be here. But it might give an opportunity to maybe get them to come. I don't know. But I wanted to ask, is anybody uh, in favor of letting them use the, the facilities of the church? You can raise your hand, yes. Is anybody that's got a problem with them using the church? By all means, make that known. Or we certainly want to, you know, we, we want to be a blessing. Uh, I'll tell you, me and my wife, we've been married 48 years. But one of the, probably the most grievous thing that ever happened to me in my entire life was a pastor of a church right on Memorial Night. Got no animosity at all about the preacher. He's actually a good friend of mine. But he was my grandfather. One called me Horsefly. My grandfather, Edgar Gunnels, that was his pastor. Me and my wife, we was just dating. And I asked him if he would marry me and my wife. And he asked me if I'd ever been married before. And I had. I was married once before my wife. My wife died. She had drug problems. I didn't even know about it. I was young. She was young. And she died sniffing Pam. And I, I'm sorry that that happened. 
But when I asked him if he would marry us, he said, have you been married before? I said, yes, sir, I have. My wife hadn't, but I had. And he said, I'm sorry, I can't do it. I was crushed. I mean, it was forever before I went back to the church. I'm not blaming him. You know, he was trying to do the right thing. He said, Eddie, if I told you yes, I'd have to tell a lot of people that I've told no. And I'm all for, you know, doing things right. But that did crush me. So now when people come to me been married before, you know, the Lord, He was tempted in all ways as we are yet without sin. But He's touched by the feelings of our infirmities. I'm touched by their feelings. If they've been married before, I counsel them. And I'll be glad to marry anybody. I won't do a same sex union. You forget that. But I will tell you what I will do. I will counsel them. I will talk with them. But this man, he'd been married before. I don't know his fiance, but I know the pain of when somebody tells you, "No, I can't do it." Right. Man, I will be glad to marry anyone that asks me that has regard for God, and Tim does. Uh, you know, I haven't seen him in a long time. Probably going to be quite an experience to see him. He works up here at the building where Dana used to be, and I'm not sure he's a supervisor. I'm not sure exactly uh, what he looks like now. I hadn't seen him in a long time. But he's a supervisor. And if it's okay with the church, I'd like to do that wedding ceremony here this coming Saturday morning, which will be the 9th. And uh, I believe it will be a blessing in the long run. He may start coming. I don't know. I hadn't seen him in a long time. Surprised me that he called me. Damn. The other thing I've got to announce is we've got a baptism schedule for next Sunday. Uh, little Lucy and uh, Little Chase, uh, they both want to be baptized and we're going to set that up for Oak Forest Baptist Church. It'll be after the service next Sunday. We'll go over there, uh, use their baptistry. If I'm not physically up to it, I'll get Brother Patrick uh, to help me with that. But I think I'll be okay, little as they are. I should be able to baptize them no problem at all. I'm glad I ain't got to rebaptize Brother Patrick because this is all I could do to baptize him when I was in hell. Amen. But uh, we do want to announce that uh, we will be uh, doing a baptismal service uh, after the service next Sunday, which will be the 10th. And we're going to be doing that wedding uh, on the 9th. And uh, we're so excited again about our Christmas play. Does anybody know the date? Uh, is it going to be on the 24th? Does anybody know the date of the Christmas play? We're still kind of up in the air. <laughs> I'm excited about it. I want us to involve our children. I'm so glad to see Lucy there. come up here and pick up the offering plate. I want to involve our children as much as we can and everything that we can involve them in. Uh, you know, be honest with you, I know, Matt, I know that December 24th is Christmas Eve. And I'm all for having the whole service just about the Christmas play. Singing. And let them do their play. If Y'all think about that. If that's feasible. Yeah. We devote the whole Sunday morning service to the Christmas play to the children. That would be a good thing to do. But uh, anyway, let me make this announcement here too. <clears throat> Suicides are up. Uh, 49,000 people this far this year have took their lives to a lack of hope, lack of faith, lack of joy. They're mostly older white males, 75 years old and older, and uh, maybe they believe the lie 
of uh, the greatest threat to America is systemic white supreme, whatever you call it, white supremacists or whatever by our so-called American president that's dividing our country from one end of it to the other. But uh, I have to admit, that, that caught my eye that a suicide so far this year is over 49,000 people and they took their life due to lack of hope, lack of faith, and lack of joy. Oh my. And uh, Anna, boy, I wish I could say this word, but a Jewish hatred, Anna, Anna sense. And a moxie for something like that on the Anna, what do you call that? Semitism, whatever it is. And semitism. Thank you. Close enough. Uh, it's up 500% in America fulfilling the scripture that Jesus spake concerning the nation of the Jews. He said, You shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. In Matthew chapter 24, verse 9, he said in verse uh, number 8, I believe it is, they shall afflict and kill you. And on October the 7th, uh, we saw that fulfillment uh, when they were attacked on that high day there, the Passover. And uh, that's the hour we're living in. Uh, a, lot, a lot of things going on. Uh, I want to thank everyone for the for the singing, for the offering, for uh, Allison. I know it'll be appreciated. Uh, this little church might be little, but it's blessed with good works, good people. I'm Amen. proud to be a pastor. Thank you for praying for me. Been under weather since Thursday morning and I've seen where all of y'all been praying for me. Yes. Brother Mitchell, bless his heart, he called me yesterday, asked me if I could help him fix his garage door. I couldn't fix my garage door yesterday. <laughs> but he had prayer with me over the phone, called me this morning early, still in my pajamas, had prayer with me again. I appreciate those prayers. I thank y'all for loving me. Thank you for praying for me. I am somewhat better, I'm not out of the woods. Oh, brother, it ain't getting no younger. Last time I look, I'm getting older, amen. The old songs this time has made a change in the old home place. And I know what that means physically. And uh, anyway, we're going to take our scripture today. Well, that's the wrong message. I'll be able to put it, put it in the back there. Let's make sure we get the right message, amen. <laughs> take our scripture today, Isaiah chapter 9. I thought something wasn't right there. Isaiah chapter number 9. Good to see Sister Carolyn back with us. I'll tell you what, boy, you can't keep her down. They got her in a wheelchair and a, some kind of boot on her foot. She's getting ready to start therapy this week. But she looks like an angel sitting back there. I'm glad to have her. She's not no pushover, I'll tell you that right now. And she's healing up pretty good. Pain's a little bit better, but she's not looking forward to going through therapy. She got a good husband. But a Jerry been taking good care of her. Now, one reason, one reason I'm all for marriage is because a marriage works like this. People come by and they, they say, I'll be praying for you and they're gone. But the marriage, Jerry not going nowhere. He said, I'm here for you. I'll help you. I'm helping my wife this morning. She couldn't eat nothing but a piece of toast. She ain't feeling good neither. And I'm not feeling good, but when we're both down, we're both trying to help each other. And uh, anyway, the beauty of the marriage is you got somebody that says, 
uh, I'll be praying for you. I gotta go. They don't leave. They're there. They're they're there to help you. They, you know, they they help you. And uh, that's what God had in mind about the marriage that we could help one another and love one another, and pray one for another, and all of that right there. And uh, this is Isaiah chapter nine. We're just going to read two verses here. Verse six, verse seven says, "For unto us." A child is born, unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful. Boy, I like that name. Amen. Counselor. Amen. Boy, he's a mighty counselor. The mighty God, and he's almighty. The devil's mighty, but he's not almighty. The everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. And of the increase of his government, thank God, I, I don't really care much about our government, but I am looking forward to this government. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. This is important. Upon the throne of David. You know, his father was David, was David, King David, which was the seed of Abraham. But upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom, to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth, even forever and ever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. We'll stop right there. We're preaching on the perfect uh, gift was the Son of God. And uh, we'll, we'll go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the service this morning, for the singing this morning. Yes. Thank you, Lord, for so many that are here this morning. Yes. Thank you, Father, for those that are listening by way of the live stream and those that are listening by way of the internet, Lord. We thank you, Father, for the many avenues you've given this little church. Thank you for the people in this church, Lord, that are uh, proficient, Lord, in the technology, able to make it work. And Lord, we thank God for that. Lord, even being a little church, we want to do all we can while we can. We want to get the Word of God as far as we can get it. We know it will return. Lord, we know it will prosper in the thing it's sent to do. It will not return void. Uh, it will be planted. It will be watered. God, You can give it increase. We can rejoice when we get to heaven, Lord. When we see the multitude that says, I heard the Word of God from Landmark Baptist Church, even over here in the darkened corners of Africa, or Jamaica, or even in China, or Lord, the furthermost parts of the world. Thank you for these avenues, Lord, you've given us. Thank you for those that listen locally, Lord. We know, Lord, right now, Sister Bonnie Sexton's listening. Lord, she's recovering from surgery, and we rejoice to hear how good she's doing. We thank you, Lord, to know that, that Sister Joanne Smith is listening, Lord, and others are listening, Lord. We thank you for those that listen. Ask your blessing upon them. Ask your blessing upon this message today. In Jesus' name we ask it all. Amen. 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 Uh, the perfect <clears throat> gift was the gift of God. The Bible said in John chapter 3, verse 16, For God so loved the world, that He gave His only begotten Son. Now that begotten is really important. I'm a son of God. I've been begotten by the Word. But in Jesus' case, He was God in the flesh. He was fully God and fully man. The only reason that He had to be man was that He had to die. God can't die. If God dies, we die. I mean, in Him, we live and move and have our being. I ain't going to go too far without God. Right, right. 
And as I understand you right now, this old boy and him, I live, move, have my being. I just ain't gonna go too far without God. I gotta have him. I gotta have his word. I gotta have his help. I gotta have his blessings. I mean, I breathe the breath of air. Man, good he charged me for civil. But praise God, all the things of God are free. He gave me everything I need in this life. I had any sense at all about that. I'd be content with such things as I have and quit seeking things I don't need and learn how to be a frugal, I guess. I don't know. But God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. Here, Brother Donnie's favorite word, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. Hey, I got everything that I got and everything that I need through God's Son, Jesus. It's Paul call it the unspeakable gift of God. I mean he gave his son for the sins of the world. He gave his son so the world could be saved. The whole world could be saved if they just let him be God. I have a problem with letting God be God. For 34 years I was my own man but I had to humble myself. I had to get down. I had to say I need some help. I had to ask God to forgive me. I had to ask God to forgive me. I had to ask God to forgive me. I had to ask God to save me. Can you speak a word about this morning? But I had to get down. I had to get off my high horse. I had to come down. You know, God exalts the humble. He resisted the pride, full of pride. I mean, I was, you know, I, who needs God? I, I was dumb enough to think I could go without God. A lot of people out there are like that right now. They won't humble themselves. They won't acknowledge their need of God. I'm telling you right now, Jesus died for all. Amen. Gave His life a ransom for all to be testified in due time. What a sad day it's going to be, Brother Jerry. That's right. Will people stand before God? He looks at them like he did Jerusalem, oh Jerusalem, Jerusalem. Yeah. Thou the stonest the prophets and them that are sent unto thee see. They don't think they need nobody's help but her. Donnie, they're seed of Abraham. Yeah. They said we have need of nothing. Yeah. Uh, we're not in condemnation. They are too. God said they were. Right. Mm -hmm. And you know what Jesus said to them? He said, Oh, how long did you come to me? That's right. But they wouldn't, Brother Nature. Right. They wouldn't come to him. In John chapter 5, verse 40, Jesus speaking to a bunch of Jews. He said in verse 39, search the scriptures. For in them you think you have eternal life. You know, a lot of people got a misconception of the word of God, Brother Donnie. They think they got it all figured out and they haven't needed one teaching again what be the word of God. But Jesus said, Search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life, and they are they that testify of me in the volume of the book. It's written about Amen. I mean, in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. All things were made by Him. And without Him was not anything made that was made. He was in the world. And the world knew Him not. He came to His own. His own received Him not. But look, He told them to see and read. And He said, you'll find out they're talking about me. And then He went on a little further and said, you will not come to me that you may have life. In John chapter 5 verse 40. You know, I don't care if you're a Jehovah Witness. I don't care if you're a Mormon. I don't care if you're a Muslim. I don't care if you're a Mennonite or an Amish. I don't care if you're Church of God, Baptist. I'll tell you, without Jesus, uh, you're in trouble. I'll tell you, buddy. He that has the Son has life. 
He that hath not the Son of God hath not life. That's pretty clear. Hey, I got him. April 27th, 1988. I'm completing him. I'm going to heaven because of him. My name's in heaven. My sins are under his blood. Hey, my citizenship's heaven. Thanks to this gift that God gave. Oh my. Listen. His birth. Sarah was a perfect birth. Sarah's a nurse. David said in sin did my mother conceive me in Psalms 51 verse number 5 however the perfect gift God's son Jesus was conceived in the womb of a virgin named Mary fulfilled the scripture of Isaiah chapter 7 verse 14 it says behold a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel which means God with us that's interpreted Matthew chapter 1 verse 23 you know what that virgin mother said and I don't blame her she said how shall this be you said conception a virgin don't have children be kind of hard for Jesus to be born today with our schools and the mess they're in. I feel sorry for the children growing up in our day and time. Thank God for women like Rita back there. Thank God for Tammy. Brings little Thomas over here. Little Abby. Little Landon. Well, I salute you. I can't get nobody to come, but if I could get somebody to come, I want to get little children. I want to get them to Jesus. I want to get them to them as fast as they could. This world's going to rip them up, tear them apart, going to lie to them. Going to try to make them do four more childs of hell than themselves. You know that spirit of Antichrist? It's rampant right now. Uh, he wants our children, the younger, the more. Uh, I talk, I think it's maybe... Wednesday night on train up a child. Yeah. Children have to be taught. Right. They need to know which way to go. Yeah, they right. need to know whether something's so or not. Yeah. But I'm telling you, boy, this craftiness, this cunningness, this, it's polluting the minds of our children and telling them they can't know what gender they are. Yeah. Come on! Yeah. Right. They're too young. You know, I can kind of stand on my own two feet, Brother Jane. Me and you both pretty good sized fellas. Ain't nobody going to talk us out of our manhood. But they might be able to talk them out of it. You know what they do? If they believe them lies, they jump off a bridge somewhere. They, can't, they don't want to live with themselves. And uh, I'm glad Tammy brings them little ones in here. I'm so glad to see these little children. Sarah brings Lucy and Chase in here. And uh, Micah, Brother Patrick brings Mike in here. A little serenity. Little Leroy, I'm looking forward to getting Carter and Keaton and Allie in here. I want to get all the children we can get in here. That's right. We want, and you know, I, I'm Amen. hoping, praying that, that Miranda and Mark will bring Caden and Tavian and, and uh, Carly, Caden's uh, girlfriend. And I want to see Jane Jr., my A-man man back there in the corner. I want to get all in here we can get in here. I want them to learn it right. I want them to know the truth. I want them to know that, that God made them upright. Man sought out many invention, but God made them right. They made right when God made them. Amen. Yeah. Yes. Bless you, Lord. That virgin mother Mary said, how shall this be? She asked a legitimate question and she got a legitimate answer. And here's the answer. The angel Gabriel explained to her the power of the highest 
shall overshadow thee and that holy child which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. Luke chapter 1 verse 35. I want you to know unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. God gave His Son on the cross at Calvary. Gave His Son uh, for to be sacrificed for our sins to make payment for our sins but I want you to know unto us a child is given unto us a son a son was born unto us a child is born unto us a son is given I get it right oh my he was worshipped by the wise men there in Matthew chapter 2 verse 11 and not only was he worshipped by those wise men but they gave gifts unto him. And I guess that's the reason we give gifts at Christmas time. But I'll tell you what, the greatest gift we can give is the gift of praise. Give him praise and everything. It's one of those gifts, I'll tell you what, buddy, only you can give. But I'll tell you, the announcement of the birth of Jesus was told first to the shepherds tending their flock. And they got to hear the glad tidings. And the tidings were this, for unto you is born this day a Savior. Let me take just a second here. If you don't have a Bible, this scripture that I'm quoting right here is in Luke chapter 2 verse 11. If you don't have a Bible that's got Savior spelled with seven letters, throw it away. King James Bible is probably the only Bible I know. Amen. It has Savior spelled with seven letters. Right. Why is it spelled with seven letters? Even when I type things on the computer, it, it gives it an error that I type in Savior with seven letters. But you see, Brother Jerry, Savior with six letters, if just somebody pulls you out of a car, somebody pulls you into a boat because you couldn't swim. But Savior with seven letters is somebody that redeemed you. That's, right. That's somebody that paid your sin debt. There's a big difference between six letters Savior and seven letters Savior. Savior, look it up. Uh, seven letters Savior means somebody that redeemed you. And six letters Savior is just somebody pulled you out of the fire, pulled you out of a car, uh, saved you from falling off a cliff. Hey, listen, that's great. I'll take either one of them. But you can only be redeemed by one spelt with seven letters. And His name, He said, which is Christ the Lord. Luke chapter 2 verse 11. And, and listen, I'm telling you, you're talking about a blessed visitation. Let me turn there real quick. Luke chapter number 2. When they got this news about Jesus here in Luke chapter 2 verse number 11. says, For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And he said, This shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes. Now listen, when the wise men came, Jesus was two years old. When the shepherds came, he was a little baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. But look here at verse 13. And suddenly there was an angel. Suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts. What did they do? Praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. I want you to know, buddy, there was a heavenly host that showed up and they're singing and praising God. And it said it came to pass as the angels were going away from them unto heaven. The shepherds said one to another, Let us go now even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord had made known unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary 
and Joseph and the babe lying in the manger. And when they seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. Even today, people don't believe, Brother Donnie, people don't believe that Jesus was born. They don't believe He's real. You see that lying spirit, that spirit of Antichrist wants to somehow attack the birth of Jesus. The day star rose in my heart that let me know that he's alive. Amen. Amen. I want you to know it was different before I met Jesus. Right. It's different now, Sister Sarah. Yes. And it's been different now for 35 years. I, I can't denounce. I can't deny. I, all I'm doing is enjoying the presence of the Son of God that took His abode upon my heart and been ruling and reigning now for 35 years. Somebody said, hey, you know, I know when He moved in. Amen. Oh yeah. I know when He took His rightful place. Them, them shepherds were were considered worthless. They weren't even allowed to vote. They were the least of the least. And those were the ones that God used to bear the tidings of great joy. That unto us a child was born. Christ the Lord. Amen. His birth was a perfect birth. His baptism was perfect. Like I said, we're going to be baptizing little Lucy and Brother Chase this next coming Sunday. But when Jesus came to John the Baptist, John said, I have need to be baptized of you comest out of me. Matthew chapter 3 verse 14. John had just said, I indeed baptize you with water, but he that cometh after me shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. There in Matthew chapter 3 verse 11. And as he said that, Jesus showed up. John, here he is. He said, hey, I need you to baptize me and you come to me to be baptized. And Jesus said, suffered to be sold. There becometh us fulfill all righteousness. And Jesus, when he was baptized, the heavens were opened unto him. And the Spirit of God descended like a dove upon him. And lo, a voice came from heaven that said, This is my beloved Son, whom I am well pleased. There Matthew chapter 3, verse 16 through 17. John chapter 12, verse 27 through 30. Jesus said, Father, glorify thy Son. And there was a voice from heaven that said, This is my beloved Son, whom I am well pleased. I want you to know His life was perfect. His birth was perfect. His baptism was perfect. Everything about Jesus was perfect. He was the perfect Lamb of God. When John saw Jesus, John said, Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. Thank God that unto us a child is born. I'm like one preacher said, I don't love none of you enough to give my son for you. I got one son. And even though he's a grief to my heart, he's the very boy that God used to get this drunk in church. Amen. Get him saved. I don't understand why my son's in the far country. But God does understand I love my son like he loved his son. God does know I'm standing in the gap for 
for my son Bobby Lee Wade. I'd like for him to be here. I'd like for him to get back where he needs to be. That boy knows more Bible than I ever thought about knowing. But uh, you know what? There's a real devil down here. But don't think that you're a match for the devil. And it won't take him no time to get you sidetracked, get you in the fire country, get you wishing he'd never left, get you wishing you sat back on the beating house of God. I'm telling you, there's a devil down here. This thing you do just be every time a door's open. Beer when you feel like it, beer when you don't feel like it, like Sister Kelly come in a wheelchair. Hey, I'm telling you, one way or another, be there, amen. Me and Brother Mitchell trying to get Tony to come. Tony's got a will to come. But I'll tell you, there's a devil down here. Here's the way the devil works. He works like this right here. You can go next Sunday. That might work for a little while. There'll be one day that it won't be no next Sunday. I remember my cousin Barry Ford got saved. He come to church over at Babel. I like to never got him over there. And when he come over there, Brother Jerry, he said, look, I've done what you asked me to do. He said, now I want to ask something. I thought, oh my, what is it? <laughs> he said, I don't nobody say nothing to me. Don't nobody do nothing. He said, if God wants to save me, I want God to save me. I can get all the wind come out of my sails. I'll tell you right now, but it took a lot out of me. And I didn't have a whole lot of hope, Brother Donnie. I didn't. I'm glad he's in church. <clears throat> My pastor got up there and preached that day. I never heard him preach no better than he preached that day. Man, I, it was a good, great message. And I'm sitting there beside my cousin Barry, and I'm just whispering in my soul, not 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 worrying about hearing me. I'm just saying, Lord, save Barry, save Barry, save Barry. Lord, he's here to save him. Lord, don't let him leave his service lost. I have to admit, they done good. Some little like Brother Jerry got up there and sung just as I am without one plea. Yeah. And I tell you what, I was expecting Barry, you know, to, to come forward. He didn't. And I'm sitting there, boy, I mean, all the hope of being saved from my cousin Barry was taken away. And uh, my pastor, uh, he he's getting ready to dismiss a service and a woman, the piano player, Sister Joyce Gosser. I've never heard her give but one testimony her whole life. Sister Faye, Joyce Gosser said, can I give a testimony? My pastor, like me, couldn't believe that she actually, she never says a word to nobody. Couldn't believe that she wanted to give testimony. He said, go ahead. She said, my neighbor just passed away. She said he, he had a heart attack. Ended up in the hospital. Said a preacher went out there to see him out there at the hospital. And uh, she said, he told that preacher, pray for me. That God let me live and I'll come to church and get saved. Sounds easy, don't it? I had the same thing happen to me with Larry Vibber. Mm -hmm. Amen. Larry Vibber in the hospital with a heart attack. I wanted there to see him. I literally thought Larry Vibber was dead. He had blood coming out of his ears, out of his nose, out of his eyes. Wouldn't give him so much blood thinner. And I was weeping over him, Brother Jerry. And Larry came too, scared me and him both death. <laughs> Here's what he said, sir. He said, pray God, let me live and I'll come to church and get saved. That worked okay for about five or six years. That's right. And Larry died. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, that man, he said, pray for me. God, let me live. I'll come to church and get saved. That preacher rejoiced to be able to pray that prayer. Right. Lord, let him live. He wants to get saved. Right. That Sunday showed up. That guy didn't. That's right. The preacher went over to see him. He followed up. He said, I thought you was going to come to church and get saved. He said, I'll be there next Sunday. Sister Joyce Gosser said this. She said the hearse pulled up in front of his house the next morning. And they carried him out a dead man. 
Yeah. Now you can find out the problem is then found in Luke chapter 12, verse 20, when God gave a man a wake-up call and God said, Thou fool, right. this night thy soul shall be required right. of thee. Right. That's a bad wake-up call. Yes, it is. That man had every opportunity to come that Sunday and get saved. Larry Everett had five years yeah. me pleading with him, praying with him. Larry, I love you, buddy. You know what I do. I've known him ever since he was a kid. We met. He took my son. He took my uh, daily time paper around. I'd take him on the ground. He followed me every step of my life except one step. He didn't follow me about getting saved. Right. He followed me drinking. He followed me riding motorcycles. He followed me working at Donnelly's. Yeah. But he didn't follow that lifestyle. Right, that's right. Now, you know, Larry knew how to be saved. He may be in heaven. Heaven going up a lot of surprises. I hope he's there. But I'll tell you what, that last Sunday, that he had an opportunity to come and didn't come, all the time we went to his house and pleaded with him, and he didn't ask the Lord to save him. I'm telling you, even though Jesus gave his life a ransom for all, even though all can be saved, all don't get saved, all should get saved, but they'll stand that day before God They'll be guilty. They'll be condemned. They'll hear Jesus through tears say, I want you to come to me, and you would not. Therefore, your house is left unto you desolate. Right. Yeah. I missed it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Same God that said in Revelation chapter 2, verse 21 about Jezebel. I gave her space to repent. Went on to say she repented not. I don't know. I'm glad I got in. I'm a sad man. I'm glad Ronnie got in sitting at one years old. Amen. And that's the greatest achievement in life. That's right. It's to lay hold Amen. on eternal life. Yeah. Because the bridge between you and heaven's fixed. Amen. You go all the way, not part yeah. of the way. I'm telling you, glory to God. Right. I'm a little bit jealous. I wish I was there and he was here. Amen. The Bible says, part be of Christ far better. Hey, I want to look sort of far better. Brother Jerry, Sister Carolyn, sing that song when I get to where I'm going. Hey, we're going somewhere. And when we get there, glory to God, we'll have no desire to be nowhere else. I'm telling you, glory to God, it's a joy of the Lord. It'll be wonderful. But if I had never been a child born, if I had never been a son given, we'd never have no hope of heaven. Amen. Yeah. You'll notice unto us a child is born his miraculous birth unto us a son is given given upon a cruel Roman cross and sister Carolyn he willingly gave himself yeah. willingly could have stopped it at any time That's right. I would have yes. but he didn't because if he had stopped it <coughs> All the hope of us ever going to heaven would have been stopped. Right. But thanks to that unspeakable gift, yes. thanks to that great Amen. gift that God gave His Son, that we could be saved. I'm telling you, glory to God, He willingly gave Himself for our sakes, that He might be able to redeem us and call us His. Amen. Oh, the devil couldn't turn him from his mission. Uh, I'm telling you, he went about doing good, casting out devils, healing people of their diseases. They couldn't find no fault in him because there wasn't no fault to find. And as, as they tried to tempt him and tried to trick him, no matter how hard they tried, hey, he triumphed over them. He was perfect. A perfect son of God gave himself a perfect sacrifice and there's no salvation in any other 
Acts chapter 4 verse 12 God gave him he can be yours that's right but he'll never be yours until you ask him ask him to be your savior yeah that's right He said in John chapter 6, verse 37, Brother James, He that cometh to me, I will know why it's turned away. I'm glad I didn't get turned away. If you're saved today, you'll be glad you didn't get turned away. I might deserve to be turned away. Sister Phyllis said, sing that song, I'll fly away. I'll tell you what, buddy. Maybe me want to fly away. I ain't got my wings yet, but I'll get them one day. But uh, as many as received Him, St. John chapter 1 verse 12 says as many as received Him to them gave He power to become sons of God. I couldn't do nothing about my problem. I couldn't do nothing about hell. But He could. And uh, He saved me. Gave His life a ransom for me. Now I'm all I need to be. I'm not trying to do anything to add to what He done because He finished the work. At Calvary He finished it. Done deal. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the for the gift of God, your son, that you gave. You freely gave your son. Lord, for the sins of this world. Lord, I, I think about all the people today, Lord, in the valley of decision, all the people today that are mindful of everything but you. Lord, I would to God their heart be turned to you. I would to God, Lord, that they would get in touch with you. I would to God they'd call upon you, the church of mercy, all to call upon you, and get a refuge for their soul and get eternal life. We pray for that, Lord. I pray for that one even right now nearest hell. I pray that they'd, they'd look to you, Lord, and find in you, Lord, that forgiveness, find in you that salvation, find in you that joy, that peace. In Jesus' name we ask it all, Lord. Amen. Amen. All right, let's say everybody stand. Get Brother Jay, maybe Sister Sharon to help him. Sing a verse for invitation on him. You may not need to do a thing. And if you don't need to do a thing, don't do a thing. But if you do need to do something, this is an opportunity.